Democrats admit they probably won't win in Florida, and Biden forces us to pay for other people's student debt. I'm Greg Columbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day, and lots of laughs, too. Follow the Three Martini Lunch wherever you get your podcasts. Caltech Innovation is back to back. You've heard me talk about Caltech's P50 pistol. Now here comes the new 9mm P15 carry pistol. Quality engineered, the 9mm P15 carry pistol is the lightest, thinnest of its kind and Caltech's first striker fire handgun. And as another first, the P15s feature a totally unique patent pending 15 round extended magazine. Now, other features include ambidextrous grip, safety, reversible mag release, and the hybrid fiber optic night sights with full adjustable rear that all comes standard it's from Keltec inventors of subcompact polymer and now metal handguns the p15's gator grip texture on the polymer version increases stability and makes for easy accurate handling while the all metal version offers comfortable but positive traction and a really beautiful wood grip panel the p15 is the dependable firepower you need to secure your world see the new nine millimeter p15 first up close and personal at keltecweapons.com that's k-e-l-t-e-c weapons.com Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. Welcome back to the show. Dana Lash here with you. It's Friday. Yeah. I don't even the MAGA Republicans. Can I? Okay, so I tweeted this earlier. I tweeted no one. Crickets. D. Snyder at 1.59 a.m. this morning. Quote, attention QAnon maggot fascist. Every time you sing, we're not going to take it. Remember, it was written by a cross-dressing, libtard, tree-hugging half-Jew who hates everything you stand for. It was you and people like you that inspired every angry word of that song. So, burr off. He tweeted that. He went from testifying against Democrats in Congress because they wanted to censor everything to tickling the jimmies of the very people who wanted to censor him, which then reminded me, you know how his song goes, right? Right? You know how his song goes. He is going to take it. Yeah, he's going to take it. He is going to take it up the high. Hi, how are you? Good to see you. Good to see you today. Happy Friday. Dana Lash, your lovable curmudgeon here. You were worried for a second, Kane. Kane actually you, uh, got, I think you did get out of your seat a bit. You came, you came through with the self-censor. I appreciate it. Like, you know, I could just take this this arm that my mic's on and swing away from you, you know, as <laughs> you try to come get, I just swing back and you can't get me. You know, I get, <laughs> that's true. That should be the song. So I'm going to have to sing that now and just say, like, who cares? By the way, like, who cares? Like, and... Is that are these supposed to be things that that we don't and golly remember when he was testifying before uh, yeah. he was going after Tipper Gore because Tipper Gore <sighs> she ran out of box wine yo and she yeah no she was Al Gore's uh, so, uh, not, a not a Republican she wanted to put naughty word stickers on all the C- all the cassette tapes in the CDs. Of the rock music, she wanted naughty word stickers on it. Kane. You know why I liked that when I was a kid? Is I immediately wanted to purchase those. That's exactly right. That's how I knew the stuff that I wanted to buy. Dude, I worked in a record store for a little bit when I was a freshman in college. And 
when kids would come in to buy stuff that had the stickers on them, I literally would be like, this is why you should not support censorship because this is censorship. This is literally a restriction of your rights. You're, you're, you listening to this does not mean you're going to grow up to sell drugs or be a serial killer or anything like that. And I gave them, as I was taking it off, I had my whole lecture every single time. This is stupid. But it was, it, and that was like in the aughts. This was, or actually late 90s, early aughts. The, I, Tipper Gore got so bored, she decided, you know, she was, that was their big thing. I, when that was happening, I think I was, I was in maybe in seventh grade. So actually, th- I, I, because I remember it and I remember thinking, who is this ugly woman testifying? Oh, it's Dee Snyder. But it was her. And I just remember thinking she was such a square because she was mad about explicit lyrics. Man, I wanted that as a T-shirt. Explicit lyrics. Okay. They were, that's just. Uh, uh, that's how I found like Easy E and the Ghetto Boys and NWA and all, all the, the best rest stuff of it. had oh, that sticker God. on it. Come on, everybody had that. Everybody had that. Everybody wanted something that had that sticker. My mom never told me what I could read or watch or anything like that, and I didn't grow up to be a druggie or a murderer or anything, you know. But that was—I remember him testifying against that. There was Democrats that were doing that, and now he's like, "I love these people." I love the people tried to censor me. It was amazing. Nobody, nobody even asked. But the, do you see where this comes from? Then you got Biden up there, the MAGA Republicans. Who even are that? Like, tell me what you think that means. I mean, I'm not really interested. I just want to see how crazy it sounds. I mean, tell me what you think that means. What are what are MAGA Republicans? There are people who are MAGA. They can't even they can't even articulate it. Grief. That's it. But it's President McUnity. I'm running to unite everybody. And then he goes to that fundraiser. Go to hell, all of you. I mean, that's pretty much what he said. He's like, he, he's the guy who, who acted, who made Facebook, who censored what Facebook showed about stories written up about his drugged out 50 something year old failure of a son on his laptop. He used Facebook and told them they had to censor it. But Trump was semi fascist. Biden needs a semi-dictionary, a semi-brain, semi-something. That's President McUnity. So is anybody shocked that people like Dee Snyder say this stuff? Maggot. Like that's supposed to be some kind of, it's just so lame. It's so lame. When people get emotional like that, it's a sign of weakness. My favorite is when progressive dudes get super emotional like that because that's a sign of LDE. You know what that means, right? Kane? What? When when progressive... (laughs) You're going to die Sorry. when progressive dudes get really, really upset when over conservative opinion and they degr- they like regress back into like this barbaric state of existence where all they can do is respond in grunts and expletives. That's a major sign of what we call LDE. Oh, LDE. Mm-hmm. I see. You're not going to say what LDE. I, f- I figure that people can people can. They're smart. OK, they can figure it out. All right. You, you know what it means? I, right off the top of my head. No, really? It means. That's what it means. I just had my mic open. That's LDE. No, you didn't. Undo it. (laughs) I think people heard that. Well, they heard it then, but that's what it means.
Ammo is expensive and in short supply. Did you know that you can train without ammunition at your home using the Mantis X? All the best shooters in the world do a significant portion of their training with dry fire practice at home. The Mantis X firearms training system is a no ammo, all electronic way to practice and improve your shooting accuracy. It simply attaches to your own firearm like a like a weapon light and you can use it at home or at the range. The Mantis X gives you data-driven real-time feedback on your technique and guides you through drills and courses. 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes using Mantis X. The Mantis X is used by the Marine Corps, Army, and Special Forces. It's military-grade technology at an affordable price. And the Mantis X can improve your shooting dramatically, and it's a must-have for every gun owner. If you believe in your Second Amendment rights, you should also be able to act on your Second Amendment responsibility and be competent and confident in your shooting ability. Start improving your shooting accuracy today. Get yours at MantisX.com. That's MantisX.com. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. How much do you spend from your paycheck in about 100 days? The Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski. Every day, Chris helps unpack the connection between politics and the economy and how it affects your wallet. The federal government is on pace to spend over $1 trillion per every 100 days. Are Speaker Johnson and congressional Republicans doing anything about it? Enough is enough. Whether it's happening in D.C. or down on Wall Street, it's affecting you financially. Be informed. Check out the Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. So, the state of Arizona apparently completed a wall of uh, shipping containers. A border wall of shipping containers. <laughs> That's actually kind of smart. They said that they are definitely seeing a reduction in the areas where of, of illegal entries and also drug, bringing drugs over where the wall has been closed up. Uh, according to Jonathan Linez, U- uh, Yuma County Supervisor, he wrote this to the Washington Examiner. He said one of the enclosures just down from the dam, they said that is is where the five-year-old drowned in July. So they wanted to have that, they wanted to have an impact where people wouldn't be risking their lives because they knew that they wouldn't be able to just like walk on over. Uh, so they were stacking these massive shipping containers in five gaps between the Trump-era border wall and it's interesting because that works i mean the sh- i wouldn't that's actually a smart idea a this was in plano a woman was arrested after she lost her mind it looks like i don't know it looks like she's hispanic and she went off on a south a woman of south asian descent in a suburban dallas parking lot uh plano police apparently were called asmerelda upton so she was charged with misdemeanor assault and terrorist threats terroristic threat charges she has a bond set at ten thousand. so she went after it sounds like she was yelling at an indian woman and she's the woman said that the indian woman said that this woman asmerelda started yelling at her party and coming towards them and they were they were shocked because she used racial slurs the police said it was being investigated as a hate crime and then it showed her there was video. She challenged her presence in the United States, and then she did threaten that she did threaten to hurt them. 
Uh, so I guess that, but that would be like, I, I don't know if that you can consider that a terroristic threat, but you can't, I mean, if it's actionable, I mean, if it's like immediate danger, it has to meet certain requirements in order for you to actually take action on somebody issuing a threat to you. But why is it a hate crime? I, that's what I don't understand. Now, you don't can't touch anybody. You can't assault people and you can't threaten them. But if you wanted to scream like a far lefty, you know, in a parking lot, I mean, that's, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that she was a far lefty, but I'm just saying. But yeah, I don't know. She also sounded maybe like drunk and crazy. A federal court struck down a Texas ban on young adults carrying firearms in public. In fact, a judge, and he's right on this, he said that the law preventing individuals from 18 to 20 from carrying handguns in public, he said that it's a, it violates the constitutional right to carry firearms in public for self-defense for all adults. He's not wrong. We got more in store. Don't go anywhere. More of the Dana show coming back right after this in just moments. Just from what I can make of it, from 17, pages 17 to 22, it seems kind of like they are um, really trying to walk away from the whole classified claim and state, yeah, well, but it's information to national defense. And they admit to going over the 15 boxes that Trump had said he turned over to NARA. Mm-hmm. And so they go in there and they're like, well, here's some things, even though knowing that him standing over the boxes and saying these are all declassified, um, declassifies the documents uh, when he's president. Um, they go in there and they try to pad this to make it look as though there's some nefarious documentation he's been holding on to or nefarious action by holding on to these documentation. So it, this to me, look, even just the redact, not even being able to see the redacted parts, it looks as though they were trying to pad this affidavit, much like they were trying to pad the uh, application for the FISA warrant back in 2017. So, so you can understand the two documents. You have the affidavit that is redacted, and then you have the memorandum that redacts. Let me see. I say this right. It it they redacted themselves, explaining why they redacted the affidavit. Yeah. need to go hit my head the only thing that they put in here is essentially points to extremely weak reasons oh my gosh issue a search warrant so they're the reason that they the reasons that they even they redacted their reasons for redacting so they redacted their reasons in the memorandum for redacting the affidavit these are clowns Oh man! So that's the latest. That's that's what's happening with the um, with the affidavit there and the the memorandum for the affidavit. So if you if you're, I linked both of them up there for you. There's nothing you can see it. Um, yeah, there's no. I mean, there's. I just do think that that's kind of interesting. The sidestepping. It's like they're sidestepping kind of the the whole point. The whole everything with the classified info. So they have the 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 memorandum where they're explaining. I love how they just go as explained in the affidavit. And with the in short and the concerns prematurely disclosed. Do you understand that? Sure. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, very, I mean, it makes all the sense in the world. The memorandum, I think, is probably my favorite because it's just so stupid. Um, 
the and they I guess they have all the they have all the witnesses redacted. Um, they said that they didn't want on this is page six. They said if witnesses identities are exposed, they could be subjected to the harms, including like the things we're doing to Trump right now. I mean, harms, including retaliation and intimidation and harassment. You mean like what you guys are doing? Yes, but it's different because we're the government. That makes it different? Yes. It's very different. As the court has noted, beep, DE80 at 8, beep, meanwhile, beep, for example, beep, revealing this information could beep, for example, again, beep, as explained in the affidavit, beep, in short, beep, containing certain beep. That's, that's, that's the memo. It's a clown. It's clowns. It's clowns. That's all. That's these people are clowns. That's all it is. Uh, I can make your point that you just put in Slack because I think it's a good one. Yeah, I mean, it's funny to me that all the marked classified Hillary emails that were destroyed or just not turned over when the subpoena was issued, and James Comey. That was something James Comey was willing to overlook, and like, oh, there's, there's really no crime here. And essentially what they're explaining in this memo to the affidavit is the same thing. It's yeah. literally the same thing. Yeah. Not a crime. Uh, so you, we've learned so much, you know, from these, from these things. Good. And I, just to be straight, this isn't about defending Trump. This is, if this was Trump's DOJ doing it to Obama, we'd say the same thing. Because it's ridiculous how the, the yoga stretches they have to do to make this thing uh, seem illegal yeah yeah there's uh i just think when you have to uh, to me it just makes it even sketchier the doj website crashed after they released this everybody was i guess trying to get it that's funny cartels are exploiting indian reservations to get into america and our federal government can't be bothered to stop it hey y'all it's sarah carter from the sarah carter show i just got back from two trips to our southern border and i want to take you inside a huge hot spot where thousands of migrants are coming into america every day i was with a member of the national border patrol council when the border patrol nabbed multiple illegal migrants who are breaking U.S. law, and I have the exclusive audio. For all this and more, subscribe to The Sarah Carter Show on your favorite podcast app. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. <laughs> it's time for Florida Man. This is, I have my headlines, but I got to tell you, there's a Florida Man engine. It's a Florida Man headlines generated with machine learning, and you... One, they give you like four headlines and you have to choose which of the headlines is real and which is generated by a text generation model. I am really good at this game. Not just because I've been doing Florida man stories for 10 years on the show. I mean, it is, I, I mean, I know which one is actually real and which one isn't. And I'm, I just got right again, man, it's too good. So yeah, we, I think we might have to play that. I have. I have tweeted it out. Yeah. So there are, let's see, let's start here. <laughs> Do I want to start here? A Florida man is going to appear in court because he was walking on thermals in Yellowstone. So this, I don't know. He's like a, I hate the word influencer. I'm not using this. 
He's a motivational speaker. His name's Matt Manzari, and he's facing federal charges because he was walking through hot thermals of Yellowstone last month. So now he's got to go to court. What? That's a federal law. You you can't leave the boardwalk and walk on the thermal features. And he was walking near Old Faithful on July 1st. So he said he was trying to create a lighthearted video. He was then injured. Others have suffered injuries. They had a human foot inside of a shoe in the abyss pool near the West Thumb geyser at Basin. So they think that that was like a occurred to an incident that happened on July 31st. So it looks like he might have, he actually might have jail time. That's for that. That's so ridiculous. Yeah, I know. So let's see this. Um, I'm not going to read this headline because phrasing. A guy had to fight a gator away from him, but that's not the verbiage that was used to survive an attack. And this, this guy, uh, J.C. LeVaird, he was shooting an instructional video and he was attacked by a 12-foot gator. It happened in Lake Thonotasasa, which is near Tampa. Can I just ask, you were legit making a, an instructional video. You were in water and you weren't looking for gators? In Florida? Thankfully, he's okay, but he had to get a ton of stitches. And he said it was a miracle. He was in surgery for hours. He had life-threatening damage to his body. So, good heavens. You cannot be doing that stuff. Oh, my gosh. You, gotta, you have to watch when you're... I mean, even if you're like in a uh, uh, puddle, you got to watch. Let's see. This... Oh, man, some of this I can't even... There was a uh, bowling alley fight. Well, that sounds fun. <laughs> Naples, a Naples man hit a boy in the face. That's not fun. And during a bowling alley dispute, he was arrested. It was at Headpins, Naples, and Collier County Sheriff's Office. They shut up last weekend, and 15 people were were fighting in the bowling alley. The victim told deputies he was playing pool, hanging out with his friends in the bar area, when an argument started between his friends and a group at the booth next to them. 51-year-old Curtis Jennings was part of the group arguing with the victim's friends, and he yelled at the boy. How old was the boy? The boy was recording him on his phone, and so Jennings was upset. He jumped over the booth and hit him in the face. And so they, uh, they left the bar, and they were followed by Jennings, who continued to yell at, uh, yell at him. The family stated they wanted to press charges, of course. He faced his charge of cruelty to work. How old is said child? Because if you're in like a you know bar area of a bowling alley and you're playing pool, it could be an eight, it could be a 17 year old child. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Just come on. Uh, so that's not you shouldn't be hitting people in the face, but you also shouldn't be like that's the response to, that everybody has for everything. Somebody's being mean. I'm gonna record. I'm gonna record this. Uh, this <laughs> this is no, I'm not doing that one. That had to do with something bad in a. Ferris wheel. Somebody was nasty in a Ferris wheel. We're not going to talk about. Not going to talk about that. Okay, so this um, Florida man ripped out a sink in a Pizza Hut bathroom. This almost starts off, starts off, uh, starts off like a Humpty Dance song, right? Lee Acres, Florida. Local Pizza Hut's drying off. A man ripped a bathroom sink straight out of the wall, causing thousands in damage. Lee County Sheriff show up. They uh, ended up arresting the individual. It's going to cost over fifteen hundred dollars to repair the damage. The individual was not named. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Democrats admit they probably won't win in Florida. California plans to ban gas-powered cars. And President Biden forces us to pay for other people's student debt. 
I'm Greg Columbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day for conservatives, and hopefully a lot of laughs too. Join us. Follow the Three Martini Lunch on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Supreme Court rejects 14th Amendment arguments for kicking Trump off the ballot. The Biden administration admits secretly flying 320,000 illegals into the country last year. And some unhinged never-Trumpers want to ruin the lives of people seeking a no-labels third-party candidate. I'm Greg Columbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day, and hopefully a lot of laughs, too. Follow the Three Martini Lunch on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.